Hello, hello. My name is Dr. Rachel Gainsborough, and I am obsessed with all things short-term rentals, revenue streams, and helping you navigate your career, real estate, and your busiest and most wonderful seasons of life. I'm an immigrant, a pharmacist, a wife, and a mom who took one guest room rental and turned it into a multi-property, seven-figure real estate business, which has also landed us on TV. I'll teach you the real secrets and everything you need to build a short-term rental business that you love. I discuss the hard topics, mistakes I've made, and the mistakes others have made so you don't have to make them for yourself. Financing, automations, acquisitions, low occupancy, scaling, and building your team all while balancing your life are all subjects to be discussed here. Consider me that one best friend you can come to with your short-term rental business questions. So grab your coffee, get comfortable as you get ready to learn and grow with me. This is the Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor Podcast. I am just so excited to bring the goods for you today. And let me tell you, the content is coming in hot. We have the amazing Justin Miller from Showplace with us. And we're going to be talking about how to optimize your life by optimizing some of your processes. Okay. So I know for a lot of us, we love to do things ourselves, which is fine and dandy. But when you're working that nine to five, you're in the hospital or wherever, the W-2 does take up a lot of our time and a lot of our energy. So imagine partnering with a company that can help you get the right furnishings for your property, get the right pricing, get quality products sent to your property so that you can set up and launch without a hitch. So Justin, I am so excited that you're here with us today. Can you please tell the people a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here. My name is Justin Miller, and I am the co-founder and CEO of Showplace. But my story in short-term rentals does not start very recently. I actually co-founded a business in 2013 called Pillow, and Pillow was a short-term rental manager. And we built software, and we managed over 800 homes across 10 different markets at our peak. And that was a really amazing front-row seat in understanding how to run a short-term rental, really what works, and most importantly, what doesn't work. And in 2020, when I started Showplace, we saw so many investors coming into the short-term rental space, and I just felt so many people were doing it wrong. And that's really why I wanted to start Showplace, and that's where we are today. I love that. So would you mind telling the people what happened to Pillow, how you were able to sell that company to a well-known household name? Yeah, we built up a really great company at Pillow in 2013. We raised some venture funding along the way, and we were very fortunate in 2018, we were acquired by Expedia, who owns Verbo. And at the time, Verbo was very interested in competing with Airbnb and looking for a lot of inventory in major metro cities. And we came on board to really help them in the multifamily space and bring on more supply. And so we had a great outcome for everyone involved and investors. And I absolutely love entrepreneurship. And so that's why in 2020, I co-founded Showplace because I just was unfinished in the short-term rental space. It's still so early in the overall trend of what's happening and the revolution around short-term rentals that I couldn't stay away. 
I love it. And your tenure and your ability to have scaled so much is extremely impressive. And then selling off to Expedia, these are the stories that I would love to come back and unpack. But let me ask you this. As When it comes to many of our listeners, we have busy medical professionals. We have some doctors, dentists, psychologists, psychotherapists, nurses, as well as attorneys, engineers, just super busy that are considering using real estate investments to diversify their income. So based on your experience with scaling a portfolio to that extent, 800, I think it's absolutely amazing. Our philosophy is more towards the less is more. You need two properties to really change the trajectory of your life. But I always love to hear the story behind what does the operations look like? What does the business look like? What are some key things that we need to consider where we're venturing into a real estate investing? So my question to you is, what would you say are some of the key factors for someone who's listening now? They're like, "Mm, I'm thinking about this investing thing. I'm thinking about short-term rentals. I'm thinking about mid-term rentals. I don't have a property yet, or I may have a long-term rental. What are some things that the newer investor needs to consider before diving in headfirst into midterm and short-term rentals. Absolutely. There's so much to love. Real estate also changed my life um, in a way that's just been unbelievable over the last decade. And in my opinion, short-term rentals continue to perform and outperform the market. When you think about how do I earn a higher return and going after that return Obviously, many people are converting long-term rentals to short-term or mid-term. Many people are acquiring properties. And what I would say is that you have to obviously think about acquiring the right property. And then many people think about how is that property going to perform? However, one of the big missing pieces that we found, and that's frankly an afterthought in today's market, is how do I set up that property for success? In other words, how do I spend the time and money up front in that property and invest in the right furniture and the right design so that I don't have to come back six months later and replace items in the home? I don't have to come back a year later and change things around because we've been intentional and our thought process has been very deep on the setup. And if that setup is done really well, which is obviously a lot of what we focus on at Showplace, then your investment can operate in a much more passive way years from now. And so we like to elevate this concept of the setup. How do I set up my property for success? It's after the acquisition, but before your first guest, what are that that checklist of 100 items that you can do to minimize all the future work that you might have? And I think it fits really well into really busy professionals. And I'd love to give you some ideas uh, around how we think about it. Yeah, I love that. And you know what? I I hear a lot of, I I say people are drinking haterade against STRs, right? A lot of Airbnb bus talk, a lot of negativity around the industry. And sadly, when you really evaluate those commentaries, a lot of those who are speaking about the struggles some of their setup is to blame, right, for how they're not performing compared to their colleagues. We call them competitors, but they're really colleagues in the space. And you look at these two properties and it's night and day. I can clearly see why this property is crushing 
right? You threw a sofa there. It's grandma's sofa. There's nothing on the walls. There's nothing intriguing, nothing pulling me in. So could you elaborate a little bit? Because I think the impact of design is huge and it can cost you your business and it it can really be costly. But as far as your returns, you will get back that return on investment for the design, right? If you do it correctly. So let's talk a little bit about how design choices can significantly impact our profitability in the SDR market. So in the world of real estate in general, you have comps and this is no different in short-term rentals. And so for example, we've run the comps on many different properties. And when guests are looking to book your property, they're not just looking at you, they're comparing you to the five others in that market. How are they comparing you? Our thesis is that they're comparing you by the first five photos in your listing. That photo is generally going to be the best aspects of your property that you want to highlight. That's going to be the great view, the living room that's super comfortable, the game room that you have all these amazing family memories comparatively to grandma's basement on some of these other comps in your area. And what we've seen in today's market there's really two types of real estate investors and short-term rentals. There are the folks who are struggling to keep up. They have not invested in the property to set it up properly. It looks, looks generic. And then there's folks who really take the design and their property to the next level. And that gets pulled through onto the photos. So even if you look at the financial and business returns, we see that properties that invest in design upfront are earning about 22% more over the first year that they're operating when compared to maybe doing it yourself or maybe some of the other comps in your market. So there is a direct ROI calculation that we've been able to discern. And then the other part is really your time ROI. If you're highly paid on an hourly basis, do you really want to do the following? take three weeks off of work, collect 500 Amazon boxes, set up all these items in your home, haul away two tons of trash. There's there's a lot of functional time that gets sucked into setting up short-term rentals as well that you should, most people don't, but you should generally factor in that ROI. Justin, I, I, I wasn't ready for you. I didn't know you were going to cut us before you healed us, my friend. That hurt <laughs> the time ROI. Her, and you just dropped a whole bunch of great gems there. 22%? Are you kidding me right now? How impactful is that to the bottom line? How many businesses would have swung a whole run if at the end of the year they saw a 22% increase in revenue on their P&Ls? That is huge. That is massive. That would eat away at the operating costs that we encounter. So that is absolutely amazing. But the time ROI, I had to jump in for a second there because that hurt my feelings, Justin. <laughs> oh, for uh, for sure. And here's the thing. This is what a lot of real estate investors, I think, need to understand. If you're getting into the game, you are starting a business. You're starting a small business. You, If, if you said, hey, I'm going to start a restaurant, you wouldn't just start a restaurant without investing in what the restaurant looks like inside. If you were starting a hotel, you wouldn't invest in what it looks like inside However, in the short-term rental space, for whatever reason, people don't think about it too much. Um, and I think that's a really interesting place to start because we're all about being intentional, thinking about the ROI, and ultimately what those first five photos are. 
And if we can plan up front, here's our audience that we want in this rental. Here's what the first five photos are going to be. That's where we allocate the budget towards those things. I love that. I love that. So that all is fine and dandy, Justin. We're going to pour in a whole lot of money into our properties to make it look extra good. But what about Justin? I'm on a budget. I'm trying to run a business. So how can I make an impactful change without overspending and busting my budget wide open? Can we talk about that for a second? Absolutely. We also are very well aware that there's real world constraints. The two constraint vectors are really about time and budget, as you're saying. On the time side, really quickly, if we're holding this property, we're paying property tax for another month, we're paying insurance for another month, we're paying a mortgage for another month. Every month it's not getting rented. So I understand the time. We got to get this thing up and running as quickly as possible to start bringing in dollars. And then on the budget side, the way we think about this is how do we pick items in the home that are that look great, that are durable, they're going to last the lifetime of a short-term rental or mid-term rental, but also they're not going to break the bank. So at Showplace, we have a few tiers. Um, for example, we have a fully customized and bespoke option. We have also packages that I'm really excited about. And those packages are really about taking a, a more generic template to what we know works in many hundreds of short-term rentals and bringing that to the forefront so that for about $13,000 for a three-bedroom, two-bath home, you can get most of everything that you need, something that's going to quick, quickly ship and also be in stock. So now we're minimizing the time that you're going to start, but also those items are going to last a long time. And so we try to find that right balance between time and budget. I love that. And so we talked about the 22% ROI. Can you explain to us a little bit about what you have seen? You've launched over 800 properties and had that in your portfolio. So what have you seen in terms of what are the ROI? What's the ROI on the things that are worth investing in? Or what are those things that, you know what, we can script and save on these items because not everything has to be at the premium level. For sure. So we, again, we start with the end in mind. And that means what we think the first five photos are going to look like. And likely that's going to be the living room, the dining room space, maybe the master bedroom, maybe the view, the outdoor patio. Let's just assume yeah. some combination. Uh, so we want to put more of the, those dollars of your budget towards those items to make those spaces amazing. Now, the other thing to understand is the person, the guest who's booking your property, 80% of the time is going to be staying in the master bedroom. And if you think about that, let's say I'm booking on behalf of a group, I'm going to be staying in the master bedroom 80% of the time. So we like to allocate resources towards the master bedroom setup to attract more guests to book. And then the third fourth bedroom spaces, the bathroom spaces, we actually don't allocate very much money there at all, just the minimums. And so we try to figure out the right balance. Um, the second part, I think to your question and what's happening uh, across the board is what we're seeing is an amenities arms race. This is a phrase that I coined. And the amenities arms race is that- It's what insanity, used, isn't it? <laughs> what used to work, on Airbnb in 2015, which was like an air mattress 
and a pillow and that was it. You'd get 200 bucks a night. Does not work anymore on Airbnb. And that amenities arms race has increased. So in other words, if all your comps have hot tubs, well, now that's the minimum that we should be thinking about investing in a hot tub. If all your comps have game rooms, now we have to have a better game room, an outdoor space. So there's a lot of companies, investors Barrel who are saying- come on. Barrels. Oh my gosh. We're, we're, we, know we do a lot of Instagram walls and all these various pieces. Wallpaper is a great inexpensive tactic to give like a great Instagram wall. So the amenities arms race concept plays into the overall budget allocation. And we have to go back to what's marketing and photos on the listing. That's how we think about it. Yeah, I love it. And thank you for taking the time to help our investors prioritize and, and reallocate where the dollars should go first and foremost. And I love your analogy of the third and fourth bedroom. We're like, okay, because it, it is a prioritization. We, we're not going to have it all, guys. And so we're running a business. We want to be as profitable as possible. And so you can't put top tier everything in the bathroom that's out on the corner and, and not very much utilized. So I love, love, love that. And you have sometimes smaller families who are affluent. They'll book a, a big five bedroom home and they'll use two of the bedrooms anyway. So the master bedroom, you focusing on that, I think is so important. And it just, it really has the wheels turning even for me. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Yeah, we love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So before we jump in, guys, I want this session to be more like a lunch and learn. So for those of you who are listening online, I listening, I would love for you to hop online at some point because we're going to go into a quick demo. I'm going to have Justin show a few calculators that are inside of show plays because I think it's important for you to get your hands in there and for you to see what it would look like to furnish your own investment property. One of the number one questions that I get asked is, Dr. Rachel, how much is it to furnish my property? How much is it to furnish a three bedroom? How much is and that's one of the questions that are challenging for me because first of all, I don't know your budget. I don't know where the property is located. I don't know the level of furnishings. So there are different tiers. I don't know who the guest avatar is. And so Justin's gonna show us what that looks like. And he'll be sharing another calculator where he's showing us the operating, what did you call them? Goods, the operating supplies that you need in your property, which is an often forgotten <laughs> calculation. So we want our, our members to be as fully informed as possible. I want you to go into this investing strategy with your eyes wide open. So whenever you're ready, Justin, I'll let you go ahead and take it away with the screen share and we'll talk the audience through the platform as well. Perfect. Yeah. Just so you know, over the last year, we've set up at Showplace over 400 properties. And wow. we have the battle scars to <laughs> understand what works, what doesn't work. And I love informing potential investors on what their property is going to cost to furnish. This is the number one question we also get, which is I'm buying the property. I know the purchase price. I'm going to run the numbers. I know how much revenue I might make on that property. But the, the second thing is, what do I need to start my business to get up and running? And this is all about Showplace informing potential investors. You could go on to Showplace, run through these calculators, and we're now helping you underwrite. Here's how much I think I need for furnishing. Here's how much I think I need for operating supplies. Um, so what I pulled up here is 
our co-branded website. So everyone needs to go visit this link and we'll yep, obviously we'll drop it this. in the show notes as well. So we're on the website for Showblaze. Go for it. Perfect. So what we do is we would put in our address and we'd say, hey, here's a home in San Francisco, California that we're going to be getting an estimate on. This is a completely free estimate. And you walk through, I have 1500 square foot, two bedroom, one bath, and I'm looking to attract four guests on a maximum booking. We ask the question, have you furnished properties before? The reason for this is that if you furnish properties before, you often know how much time and intensity it actually takes. If you have not, then we educate you a little bit more on that time. And then we operate on about a six week timeline. So we like to start when folks are in escrow on their property. And then that way we can often line up when you close on that property the next week, everything is installed and ready to go. There's no downtime. Um, all of these homes, by the way, these images that you're looking at on the site, um, you can see in our portfolio uh, page as well. So for nice. a given bed, yeah, for a given bedroom, we give you the outline and the template for success. So we say this bedroom, and, and frankly, every bedroom needs a bed frame, a mattress, a nightstand, two table lamps, console table, pillows, mirror, rug. These are often forgotten items. And we're trying to educate folks out there on what you need to set it up. And for a two-bedroom home, we're looking on the low end, probably about $2,200 per room. Uh, and that's a package deal that we would be able to look at on the minimum level of investment. Then we go through the living room. You need a sectional, a coffee table, a side table, some art, decor, et cetera. Walk you through that. They're probably going to spend about $2,000 on a living room setup. We put all of this together and generate a free estimate. The dining room, one big call out here. If you can accommodate eight people in your property, you better have eight dining room chairs <laughs> around that table. We see yes. many people, we see many people who try to maximize the occupancy. Oh, I want to have eight people and mm -hmm. then they have four dining room chairs. Let's not make that mistake, for example. They so have to eat in like in tranches. <laughs> the, the favorites and the family get to eat first and then the next four eats next. Yeah, that is a, an amazing call out. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of people do with the design. One of the first things I look at when we're doing property audits is you say you sleep eight, but I only see, you know, room for four. The, the table is really cute. I was like, get that out of there, please. Thanks. Right now, let's get. And someone told me, yeah, for Thanksgiving, they got a message like it only shows uh, a table for four and the family member actually asked how do only four of us get to eat and it was really snarky I was like that's what I'm talking about that's what they're seeing and it's informing them that we're dealing with someone who's not a professional sadly right that's exactly right it's all about being intentional the setup mm -hmm. and we walk just to continue on here on the calculator yeah. and walk through all the living spaces do we have mm -hmm. some outdoor spaces that we want to look at maybe that's going to add couple of dollars to the estimate, an office nook, a converted garage, a basement. You have all these various options to mix and match what you right. need. We'll come back, we'll come back to essentials. Yeah. And then now we have the delivery and installation. Mm. The most cost effective way is for you to do the setup. If you're a highly paid individual, that time doesn't make a lot of sense. Our platform, we can give you 
self-manage local options. We oh have a my team gosh. We, can, we have a team that can go and actually do all the work while you sit back and relax. That oftentimes in full transparency is very expensive, but it's possible. And then same with installation. And what we do is we help you understand based on everything in your property, how much the estimate for furnishing could be. We do this because we want to educate folks. You could use this and go do it on your own. We obviously would prefer to help consult you along the way. But for example, this property that has a two bedroom, one bath uh, unit, we're looking at about a 10000 to maybe a $14,000 uh, project. If we look at those packages, it'll be right in the middle of about a $13,000 price range. And, and so, so for those who are listening and you're not quite viewing the screen, what Justin just went through is the entire process going room by room from the bedrooms to the kitchen, to the living room, to the dining room, to the outdoor spaces, to the additional spaces, if you so choose. And we understand the importance of having a desk, a chair, like a little office nook, right? I misspoke and said kitchen. We're going to be coming to the essentials shortly because you shouldn't really have furnishings for the kitchen. So that's a different conversation. But nevertheless, he went through page by page. And at the bottom on the right-hand side, you, you get to see the estimates broken down. And now we're at the total, the grand total for furnishing this two-bedroom and San Francisco is around 9,800 to 13,000, which is the answer to your question. So I'm going to have our team just link this. Whenever someone asks, how much does it cost to furnish? I want you to go and, and take this little, it's like a little quiz. You're just clicking and clicking the little dials and voila. And just, I, I want to say it's three minutes. We're able to get an estimate for you. I think that's better than just throwing out a number at you without you having visibility of what's included. And what I love too about that, Justin, is you had the breakdown of what are the actual items in the room. You threw in a rug, you threw in a, the headboard, and, and those are things I think are so important. Thank you. I appreciate that. And the cousin to the furnishing calculator is the essentials calculator. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people miss oftentimes is, yep. hey, get all the furniture in there, but what are the guests going to use for toilet paper, for linens? for soap in the bathroom, for soap in the shower. There's a lot of extra we call operating supplies and equipment. And so we have a handy calculator. We're all about educating folks about how this works. And so let me show you just really quick and I'll, I'll walk you through that. So if, if you go again to show place, you can see and you go to essentials quiz, fill out a little bit of information, for example, I'll go ahead and do this. And we have a wizard which basically looks at your room configuration and adds together all the supplies that you need. So gone are the days where you have to go to Amazon wish list and guess at how much all these operating supplies you need. But now we put all this in one place that really helps uh, folks get started. Let's go ahead and put in our address again. These, again, these calculators are all free on Showplace. You can play around with them. Let's say we have a two bedroom unit in the first bedroom we have a king why do we ask because we need to know what size linens king size linens are approximately 20 percent more than queen size linens and so we, we take all this into consideration so in this example awesome. we have one king one queen we have one bathroom so yeah, i want i wanted sleep. to highlight real quick so guys we're just going from page to page 
You're just clicking to respond to these questions. So the platform and the wizard understands that if you have a bedroom or two bedrooms where there are going to be a variety of different bed sizes in the rooms, if not one, maybe two different bed sizes, depending on the size of the room. And it's taking that into account. Do you know how many spreadsheets that I have lived through trying to calculate? Oh, yeah, this room has one king, but I do have a, a pullout and I have this. And, and so this is a wizard that asks the questions so that you don't necessarily have to jog your memory and have to remember even the prompt. And so now he's going to how many guests I, can I accommodate? So the guest count. Now it's going into the essentials uh, that you need for the a variety of the rooms. So you can say you have all of your bathroom supplies, right? So if you need just kitchen supplies, you can select that. So I'll let you take it away from there. I was narrating a little bit, Justin, just for those who are listening and not yet hopped on online to watch. Of course, not a problem. And then we do talk about the level of quality of the supplies. We want, how do you want your guests to feel? And we take all this into cap into oh, a the calculation. Relaxing, luxe, stylish, peaceful. I love it. And so we take all this into account and what comes out here is our best foot forward on what exactly you're going to need for this number of guests for this two bedroom, one bath unit. We say, Hey, you're going to need two of the eight pack bowls. And we make a little recommendation on why we think this product is necessary. So for example, minimum of two bowls per max guest, crack resistant, dishwasher safe. We've done all of the work to recommend products that we know are good for short-term rentals. Otherwise, you're just going to be out there guessing what products, what brands you're going to need. Here's an example, a dual Keurig. You'd be surprised how many guests don't know how to use a Keurig. They want to yeah. pour coffee. So this is something that gives them both options. We've heard it all, right? As, <laughs> you, anyone and so who's I been around this long, long list here. Yeah. So Justin's sharing with us like a long list here of everything. If they thought of everything, even the serving spoons, right? Which sometimes we forget. But say you have a stash, your mom is in on the situation and she bought you a stash of serving spoons. So here you have the option to change the subtotal by removing the things that you don't necessarily need because you already have that supply in place. But it's th it's thought of everything. Someone told me the other day they bought the duvet case, but no duvets because they didn't know there was such a thing. <laughs> right. So this is not going to leave you lead you astray. Uh, at all. And I saw a little bit earlier, you had the option, Justin, to select the level. So if it's premium versus um, standard versus budget, I, I forget what the categories were. Yes. we Typically, you're going to see that come out in the quality of the linens. Oh, so gotcha. The, if we're on a budget, the linens are going to be lower thread count, for example. Yes. If it's luxury home, we're going to have a higher thread count, those types of things. And just one call out here. I, and I love to talk about this. We do what the hotel industry calls a three-par recommendation. Mm -hmm. And three-par means that you need three sets of sheets per bed. So we get the question, how many sets of sheets per bed? Here's the idea. If you want to be efficient with your cleaners on that turn between guest reservations, you want to have one clean set of sheets on the bed. You want to have one clean uh, set that's in the closet just in case something happens, we're ready. And then you have a third one in your owner's unit, just in case that second redundant, it's all about redundancy yeah. and making sure that your guests don't check in uh, with no sheets on the bed. That would be a horrible scenario. 
I love that. I love that. So for our North Northeastern folks, I met some people in the Northeast. They didn't supply sheets. I was like, okay, we're about to crush this market for sure. So I love that. So Justin, that was amazing. Again, guys, uh, investing, when we're investing in real estate, it has to be intentional. And what I love about what you have shared with us, Justin, is shows all the intentionality, right? It's okay. We can actually map this out. We can actually plan this out and leverage it to our greatest benefit. And it's at the end of the day, creating revenue and getting that ROI for our investment and getting back that time capital. What's the, I call it my ROE, not just my ROI return on investment, but I'm looking for my return on energy. And that's why you're here for my return on energy, my return on uh, enjoyment, my return on all the things. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So guys definitely use the link uh, in the show notes and hop in and play around with this tool so that you can uh, have an informed glance and save up for what it is that you will be placing in your property. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. I love that. No, thank you. And ju- just one note on, on how I think about uh, property management. I, I got th- This is a great analogy that we came up with. And in many ways, when you're operating your business, mm-hmm. short-term rentals, or midterm rentals are like flying an airplane. The takeoff and the landing are the most crucial steps. In other words, when that guest checks in, everything has to be right. You got to have all your ducks in order. That cleaning has to be done. You have to have all your supplies. The furniture has to match their expectations. And if they have key, there's two things, keys and cleaning. Right. If the keys are wrong and they and they have a bad time checking in or the cleaning is wrong, then we've messed up on the front end, the takeoff. Now, during the reservation, it's on autopilot. You have a reservation in most cases, you have reservation for five days. After they check in that first hour, you should be good to go if you clear that gate. But now the landing is on the date of checkout. How do we set our guests up for success to check out? And maybe they're following your rules. Maybe they're setting up the cleaner who's coming in right after for success. And those are two manual um, analogies that I like to just give because to me, it's very much about flying an airplane. The rest of it's on autopilot. Okay. I wasn't ready for all of these gems, Justin. This is so good. Oh my goodness. So not only are you giving us some of the best tools to design our property, but you're giving us some of the best tools on how to operate our property as well. So massive thank you to you. This was so good. And I'm sure our members in our community will appreciate it very much. So thank you. Thank you, Justin. So This is it, guys. We are at the tail end of our episode. Before we wrap up, I did want to mention that, Justin, you and your team have done a a great job of helping create uh, packages for us as well. So did you want to highlight that a little bit before we wrap? Yes. I want to walk through some of the packages that we've created specifically for your audience. And these packages try to accomplish two things, two vectors, time and budget. So on the time side, we want to select products that are in stock, quick shipping, high quality. And then on the budget side, we want to be able to pass along much of the discounts that we're getting with select vendors to the end client and to the end customer. So let me just share my screen again. Oh, I'm actually not able to. We'll follow up on that. But 
from our perspective, we have pre-selected packages for three bedrooms, for four bedrooms, and all of these items are done by a designer who is an expert in short-term rentals, and they're all broken down by room. So you have living room and all the pieces that you need, the sectional, the coffee table, the rug, the lamp, the dining room table. And when you put all these together, generally speaking, you're going to be spending around $13,000. You're going to be items that ship pretty quickly, but the retail value in these packages is probably closer to $18,000. And so we wanted to put a lot of value and time into some packages that have more generic design, but it's something that can get you off the ground and running at a relatively quick timeline. I love it. So for those of you who are thinking, okay, Rachel, that was great with the calculators and all, but I just want you to do it all for me. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> so Justin and the team has curated these amazing packages. And what I love about Showplace, and it's something we have not discussed, is you work with some of the top name brands as well, right? Could we name drop a few of those, Justin? Yes. So we, one of the benefits, we worked really hard to curate a list of vendors that are perfect for short-term rentals. So what? Let me, let's start what you won't see on our list. You're not going to see brands like Ikea, for example. Let's, let, those are let that breathe for a second. For those sitting in the back, come back to me if you're a multi-tier. Let's let that breathe for a second. Oh my gosh. Nothing wrong with some of the Ikea dishes, but everything else, I don't mean to offend anyone who's listening right now, but let's let that breathe for a second, Justin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and the reason, generally speaking, is Ikea is not built for commercial foot traffic that you're going to see in your short-term rental. It's not going to last the lifetime. So we've worked with many different, curated many different vendors who are specific to higher quality, more commercial grade products. And those are going to be folks like Article, Deny Designs, Living Spaces, Rugs Direct, things like that. And we've tested many of the products before we recommend. The other thing, at this point, we've been operating for so long that our products are in these homes for years. And we can now see that they last the lifetime uh, of the short-term rental. And so brands are very important. And our strategy, to be really clear, is that we have discounts because we buy in such volume with many of these brands and we pass on much of that discount um, to our end customer. And so the idea is when you work with Showplace, yes, we'll help you save time and design and, and save money on products, but you're never going to spend more than the retail cost of what you could get on your own. And that's a strategy that has served us really well because customers are not just looking to save time, but also to really save money on the products that they're buying. And so we try to come up with a nice balance between that portion and the relationships of those vendors. Love that. And thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Showplace, for working with our extremely busy community of professionals who are looking to break in to their short-term rental, mid-term rental investment strategy, or those who are looking to, you know what? optimize, right? Some of our properties, let's just be honest with ourselves. The 2023 numbers were not 
coming in hot the way we wanted them to. Can we pull the lever of the design to see what it is that we can do to refresh that specific property, right? So it, it takes really giving ourselves a, an honest evaluation, honest look. I know that's what we're doing with our properties. We are refreshing them as well. And I can't thank you enough, Justin, for sharing all of the valuable insights, your valuable experience coming from real estate operations, investing, tech, and bringing us uh, a company like Showplace. So your journey has been extremely insightful. Uh, you dropped a whole bunch of gems on operations as well, which I am so grateful for because our expertise, I know mine is healthcare, right? I stumbled into real estate and I'm honing in my skill there, but we have a lot of members in our community who are newer to investing. So I know that has helped a lot. So to our listeners, Remember, real estate is all about being strategic about your choices and adapting and shifting and pivoting as you need and do not sleep on the design. As the market continues to change, I really believe you can continue to outshine your competition, your colleagues by upping the design even on a budget. So stay tuned, keep in touch, stay connected with us as we continue to provide all of this value and inf valuable information uh, to you. Be sure to find Showplace on all the socials, give them a follow, but tap into that link, test out the, the calculators and connect with us so we can leverage those packages. If you're like, you know what, I just want a package. I'm happy to send that your way. So until next time, guys, keep aiming for success. I am rooting you on. Goodbye and thank you for joining us.